Today I want to talk about touch. You're looking at a picture from the Institute of the Unsalvageable in Romania, and the picture was taken in 1992, and you can see this, but children were left in cribs for days on end. A man named Itzidor Ruckel wrote about his experience of being in a Romanian orphanage like this, the trauma of it, and how he did not respond to affection and touch, but only responded to physical abuse. Researchers famously looked at the brains, studied the brains of those kids who grew up in these orphanages. What researchers found when they looked at the EEGs was that instead of their brains firing fully like a 100-watt light bulb, they fired more like a 40-watt light bulb. They had more white matter to gray matter than they should. In other words, they didn't have as much functioning brain matter, which is kind of staggering, the idea that how much touch and how much how responsive your caregivers are for you during the formative years can have a physiological effect not just on how you relate to people emotionally but your actual brain function. What scientists were noticing was that it wasn't just malnutrition in the orphanage in terms of food, it was uh, psychological, emotional, relational starvation. They were starved for touch. They were starved for responsiveness. In fact, in the amygdala did not fire correctly when they were shown a loving parent. They were not able emotionally to have any discernible reaction between strangers and caregivers. I'm bringing this up to say this, touch is deeply significant. I was taking a walk in the woods with with the Lord and he said to me, you know, Tim, I don't always talk, but I always touch. And I took a quick scan of our history together and I said, you know what, that's right. There've been seasons where I wasn't able necessarily to hear your voice or I was with you, but you just weren't talking but you were always, I always sensed and felt your presence on my body. He said, yeah, Tim, touch is fundamental for you and me. And so touch, apparently, between Tim and God, is the primary way God shows that he's with me and that he's for me and that he cares for me. How much we are comfortable with certain kinds of touch is very cultural. When I was in India, there was a boy who really liked me. As a friend, when we were out in public, he would take me by the hand and hold my hand. Now, I grew up in a culture where that was a sign of a romantic relationship. He grew up in a culture where that was just a sign that we loved each other. And I blushed so much. And as a good missionary, I tolerated it because I thought the last thing I want to communicate to him is rejection. He's such a cool dude. But I was like beat red. I was like, this is not comfortable for me. I'm saying all this to say one simple thing. Touch is fundamental and foundational to humans. It's how we communicate our our togetherness and our affection. It's a big deal. And so in quarantine, I haven't really seen anyone posting about touch deficiency or touch starvation, but it's real. It's a real thing. I don't quite know what to do about it, to be honest, but it's something I think we should be thinking about. We're humans and we're hardwired for touch. This is not easy.